Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24 of He Book, She Book. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And we had more releases this week. 52, guys. 52 different wrestlers have been released this year. It's insane. And the most notable this week, it's so sad to say it that way. Like the releases this week are. I know. We got Bobby Fish, so one quarter of Undisputed. Out the window. Literally just had a match against Roddy Strong. Oh, a few days ago. Bronson Reed, former North American champion like two weeks ago. Everybody thought he was getting the call up. My girl, Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez, who very recently got knocked clean out Yeah. Uh, by Zia Lee. And Leon Ruff, also former North American champion. And then Gone. a bunch of other NXT superstars. Yeah, man. We're just, uh, we're budget cutting it up. Nick Khan loves him some some budget cuts. This and guy's out of his mind. Why is this happening? Like, is this because they want to sell? No, it doesn't make it sense. It can't, like, that doesn't make sense, right? Well, because, I mean, like, you have to think about what the morale of, like, this, of, like, the wrestlers have to be right now. Yeah. Like, every other week. Because, like, we used to, it's, like, sad, but we were used to, like, spring cleaning every year. Yeah, of, like, once Right a after year, WrestleMania, it's yeah. like, oh, we're going to release guys we don't use. Mm-hmm. And then this year, it's like... We're going to do spring cleaning. We're going to do summer cleaning. We're going to do midsummer cleaning. Yeah, it's literally like we're going to do every other. It's a bi-weekly cleaning. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's and it's not even just like one or two every week. It's just like every other week we're going to release 10 people. Yeah, this was a bunch of and people. And we're going to be using some of these people. And then releasing them a few days later. And then just release them. Like Bronson Reed, we all assumed when he dropped the North American Championship. Was coming up. Was coming up. Big guy, athletic, good look. Yeah. Confident. And he, ju- he just came back to lose to Adam Cole, not like, what, a week ago, two uh-uh, weeks ago? Speaking of Adam Cole. Yeah, so, I mean, we can jump into that because, I mean, like, the the releases, it sucks, but, like, you, it's starting to get normal. Yeah. And, Which like, blows. we can only hope that we see some of these superstars elsewhere. Mercedes Martinez is going somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, Bronson Reed is 32 years old, I think. Yeah. Like, he'll be fine. Leon Ruff is, we what did we call it, slippery? Yeah, he's a little he's baby, so too. He's so interesting, like, he, so fun. He's going to do really well elsewhere. Maybe he'll come back later once he, like, builds a bigger name for himself. But he's going to do well. Bobby Fish is going to do great. I'm sure, yeah, somebody will, somebody will pick all these people up. Yes. These people will all be fine. It just sucks to, I don't know, it's just it every sucks other to week. The morale is just them. like, yeah. It's, like, we watched Bobby Fish this week. Yeah, we did. He was on NXT this week, and like, then four days later, or three days later, gets released. And in, and like, a hyped crazy. match. It was an undisputed yes. era versus undisputed era, and now Bobby Fish is gone, and Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Yeah. I'm worried. Is I'm worried. Reportedly, his contract is expiring, which is insane. How? How? Can you look at someone like fucking Adam Cole and be like, oh, maybe we should just like let his contract expire? They should have been on this months ago. Much like the Aleister Black thing. If they didn't know, he only had a 30-day non-compete, and then he just shows up on AEW like surprise. So crazy. Like, who is in charge of talent relations? Well, didn't they fire the person that was in tar- charge of talent relations after the Did Mickey James incident? Did they not hire incident? someone else? They never hired someone. <laughs> is that what the story is? Oh, no. They just never replaced that guy? I that don't... He was a budget cut and he just didn't get... Like, Adam Cole is the star of NXT. Yes. Essentially. 
and the most potential of anyone on that show, in my opinion. And yeah, like the fact that you would let, he has, he doesn't have much else to do in NXT. So you'd assume you call this guy up. Yeah. He's got all the star potential in the world. He's a little small. His head is a little big, in my opinion. <laughs> but I'm a huge, huge fan. I just, and how can you just like be like, oh, his contract's expiring? You should have been on this months ago. Months ago. This should have been locked up. That's what I'm saying. Like every other month you'd be like, okay, hey, you want to add another three months to your contract? Yeah. Like he should have like how people stack like, uh, like I have like my PS Plus uh, subscription. <laughs> I just stack it like every time there's a sale. They should have just been stacking months yes. on Adam Cole's contract every other month. Like, hey, you want to do, we'll give you another this for this. It's so crazy because he has a meeting with Vince. That's rumored. Well, that was supposed to be last night, oh. and then we had all these, like, releases come out. I was like, how did that meeting go? Did he just not like Bobby <laughs> Fish? <laughs> like, I'll stay, but you got to get rid of this guy. Oh, I wonder if that's how that meeting went. Like, he was like, oh, budget cuts, get rid of so-and-so and so-and-so, and I'll stay. Yeah, like, are we giving all that money to Adam Cole? Because, I mean, that, I mean, that's like a monkey paw kind of thing. It's like, we we can keep Adam Cole, but we're getting rid of ten other people. It's crazy. And, like, you'd think this company is hurting for money. The way they yes, act. the way that they're releasing everybody. Like, they're doing things that are just so insane to me. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, the the shocker to me this time was Bronson Reed. Yeah. There wasn't, like, a Braun Strowman shocker or, like, an Alistair soccer this time. Yeah. But, like, still, you're using these guys. But, it, exactly. Bobby Fish, we just saw. Bronson Reed, we just saw. It is weird that they're still using these guys it's kind of the same as braun Strowman because they used him the same week they released him as well yes like and they like, just like to use them and then be like all right and like you don't want to next one do the thing of like but this person's still on the roster because like you don't yes. no we don't want anyone to lose their jobs yeah for any reason but like there are people on the roster and we're not going to name names so we're not going to point fingers this girl is not i will point, name names <laughs> this is not a point finger <laughs> podcast but there's people on the, the on the roster that are used consistently, and you're like, why? But why? But why? We, you have you you're telling me you can't figure out something to do with Bronson Reed, that big old boy. You mean to tell me you can't figure out something to do with Bray Wyatt? I'm still not over that. It's no. been one week, and you've given us more releases. Yeah. Like what the hell? Are we doing this again? What is happening? Just uh, cannot. It's every, it's every week now. We're at 52 different wrestlers. Next thing we know, they're going to be signing Gage Goldberg over here. Yeah, Gageberg made his uh, <laughs> first. Ad- I, he's not an adult. I was going to. We've it, seen him before when he was like a pudgy he? little kid. Yeah, he was a little baby. Not a baby, but he was what like seven the last time we saw him. Like he was a young guy last time we yeah, saw him. It, it reminded me how long we've been doing this Goldberg. Comeback, yes. Yeah. Like it was cool. Like oh, Goldberg's kid gets to see him wrestle now. It's like oh, Goldberg's kid is like. Yeah. Getting yelled at by wrestlers now. Yeah. And we might as well just jump right into Raw now that we just did that. Yeah. So Bobby Lashley opens the show. He comes out. There are Goldberg chants galore. And this is all while MVP is talking. Like, people do not want to hear what MVP has to say. He's just talking about how great Lashley is and people are chanting for Goldberg. Goldberg, of course, comes out. Lost his place in what he was saying. Yo. Lost the crowd because of Yo, that. Yo, so lit. I loved watching it. So, like... I loved Goldberg when I was seven. <laughs> okay? I'm 29 years old. I don't care about Goldberg anymore. Mm-hmm. 
So to watch him come out and do like the tough guy routine when you're in your 50s is a little weird. It's a little cringy. Yeah. And then it's extra cringy when you lose your place in your promo. Yeah. Even like he had the fans so in his like the palm of his hand. Oh yeah, they They're were chanting, chanting for him before he like, came out. And that's why they keep bringing Goldberg back. Yes. And I made this comparison to you while we were watching it as a video game person myself. Mhm. The same reason why Rockstar Games won't make a Grand Theft Auto 6 yes. is because people still love Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. The reason why we don't make new stars in WWE mm-hmm. is because we have Goldberg that we can just rely on. Yeah. The problem is, Goldberg's not too reliable. No. And he's never been a promo guy. No. So you have him come out and do, like, it was long. Yeah, and then he lost his place, and then he, like, tripped over his words. And, then and the he fans fig- knew it. Yeah, he figured it out, but by the time he figured it out, it was too late. The fans realized that he lost what he was doing. We stopped chanting. They weren't as hype anymore. And then he leaves. Well, like, imagine you're having an argument with someone in real life, mm-hmm. and they lose their place of what they're talking about. Like, you go from intimidated to, like, what are you even doing, sir? Exactly. And, like, he just looked... It- it completely killed the entire vibe of everything. And Lashley, God bless him, he's trying so hard to sell it. Yeah. Like he's pissed off, but he knows Goldberg yeah. lost his place in the promo. And he tried to save it. It just looked bad, man. The whole thing just looked stupid. And I'm sure WWE production will figure out a way to like splice it all together yes. to make Goldberg look great. And the, the promo for the match will look awesome. I'm still excited to see it because I want to see Bobby Lashley just murder Goldberg. Yeah. And if this doesn't go that way, I'm going to be very upset. The only way that it's okay if Goldberg wins is if Big E cashes in afterwards. Yes, That's I would love... That's the only way it's okay. I would be so happy for Big E. I know. To get that dream accomplished. I love him so much. And Friday Night Smackdown just made me love him even more. We'll get to Big E later. But if Goldberg wins against Lashley, that's the only way it'll be okay. But when Goldberg left after this whole promo, he leaves, and MVP and Lashley are still there. And then all of a sudden, MVP starts just, like, yelling at this kid in the audience. And I had no idea that this was Gage Goldberg. So I Gageberg. Was, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I was like, who is this kid? Like, Gageberg. who are the, why are they just yelling at somebody in the audience? And you're like, oh, it's, you know, it's Goldberg's son. And I'm sitting here like, he's... He just left. He's not going to let somebody scream in his son's face. And sure enough, he doesn't because he comes out and spears. A very slow looking spear. Yeah. I just, I don't well, want to just shoot on Goldberg too much. It might not have been Goldberg. MVP, you think MVP can just take a Goldberg spear on, yes. like onto the ground? They Listen, weren't in the ring. Regard- it, uh, either way, it just, it, the whole thing it just, ugh. Yeah. You know? But MVP did take that spear. And then Goldberg took a sudden left again. So Goldberg and Gageberg left, and then, <laughs> I mean, we're still, like, it didn't do anything for Lashley. No. Like, this whole segment was just, like, Lashley's here, mm-hmm. Goldberg's, like, next. You know, we forgot a release, and uh, I see here that we're, on my notes, I see that Charlotte Flair is next on the list. And, uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. We've released Ric mm-hmm. Flair. Cool. <laughs> Neat. Didn't I, uh, know he was with... Janet, honestly, didn't know he had a contract. I had no idea he actually had a contract. No, I thought he just kind of hung out. Yeah, like, I didn't even know he actually had a contract. I just assumed it was, like, a paid per appearance. Yeah, I figured it was kind of just, like, 
Rick comes and hangs out, and they're just like, hey, you want to go out and, like, do a promo or something for us? And he's like, yeah, I'm Rick Exactly. Flair. And he puts out a statement, like, we had creative differences or something. Excuse me, sir? Yeah. Excuse me? What do you mean? Go home. Didn't he almost die last year? It was either, like, last year or two years ago. Yeah, Rick Flair was, I'm, I'm happy for Rick. Yes. Because he really was, like, super Very close. sick, very scary time. Um, and, like, he looks great, and mm-hmm. he's moving fine. My fear is that, like, he wants to, like, get physical, which I hope not. He can't. Um, but, yeah, I mean, go do whatever. Go be with Andrade in AEW. Yeah. Like, he loves Andrade so yeah. much. Yeah, it's his future um, son-in-law. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe he was once, maybe he thinks he can go contribute to AEW in some way. Maybe. Um, maybe there's, like, his outside stuff he wants to do. Um I don't, I don't know. It was just a very weird, so like, weird. apparently, like, he just wanted to be released, and it's like, I can just imagine him texting Vince, like, can I, can I get out? And Vince just gives him, like, the thumbs up emoji. Yeah, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, go ahead. It's your daughter's time. Yeah, like, we're doing budget cuts. You think we want to keep you? Yeah, for real. Well, speaking of Charlotte Flair, though, she comes out, and she's talking about this match that she's going to have with Nikki A.S.H., and it's a number one contender match again, mm-hmm. which is so annoying. Yeah. And it's a no-holds-barred match. But she's saying how Nikki stole the championship still. I mean, it, listen, Charlotte is right. Yeah. The most cowardly way to win a championship is to cash in Money in the Bank on a down opponent. Yeah. There's nothing that Charlotte said that was wrong about that. Yeah. That's why I've been saying I wanted somebody to just call it. Because oh. we don't do it anymore. We still have Big E. There's a shot that Big E will he's call not gonna, it. He's not going to do it. You don't think so? I think if anything, Nikki would have been like the perfect person to do yeah. it. But It's I, too late. She's I our think, champion. I think Big E is just going to be like this ominous figure. Like Love he, it. Like he was, like on, he Smackdown. was on Smackdown. Like he was on Smackdown, yeah. Like he's kind of hanging out. I wish he would be more on Raw so that we could get some New Day interaction. I would love that. But, I mean, either way. I mean, Charlotte and Nikki, we're doing it again. Yeah. Um, Nikki I, wins here. Nikki get yeah. Nikki gets the win clean. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte puts herself through a table, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Nikki gets that win back, so that's nice. Yeah. And so I thought last week maybe it'd be you know it'd be better to just beat Nikki again, but like get her closer. But instead, we just give her the win back. So I mean. That's huge for Nikki to get a win over Charlotte like that. Yeah, and so right now, as we have it, we're going into SummerSlam with the triple threat match of Charlotte, Rhea, and Nikki, and it's one for Charlotte, one for Nikki. And Nikki has now main evented Raw. A couple of times. Twice. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. I, I love Nikki. I don't like that we're calling her Nikki A.S.H. I, know, I so, want to just call her Nikki Ash so or clunky. Nikki Cross. It is. Uh, but I love her, and I'm happy for her, and I want her to be the champion for a little bit. I, I'm, I'll i pick her to win because Lord knows I play with my heart, but I'll pick her to win the triple threat like come SummerSlam. Oh, I probably won't. Well, because Charlotte yeah. Flair's in the match, and it's a pay-per-view. Yeah, no, so. I'm not even kidding. I'm going to pick Charlotte. Yeah, because duh. Yeah. But I'm going to play with my heart because that's fine. we need Which to is have funny different I, things to see who The reason wins. you should play with your heart and pick Charlotte is because you're drinking out of a mug that says the man on it. And I feel like if we're going to bring Becky back... She has to come in on Charlotte. Charlotte should probably hold the title. Listen. Because Becky's not going to take it from Nikki. It'd be like mean. I was trying so hard not to bring up Becky this one. I was trying really hard. Too bad. 
it, I just want my girl back. She'll I just be want back. her back. She'll be back soon enough. Nikki can hold it until Char- until Becky comes back. I would like to see Becky take it off of Charlotte or Asuka, who we haven't seen in a minute. I was literally just going to be like, where is Asuka at? That's what, like, I want Becky to take it off of Asuka because we come full circle. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, we'd have to get Asuka on TV first. Yeah. Well, you know who we do have on TV? Lil- is this Reggie time? No, I was going to oh. bring up Lily. Lily's back. Lily's back. That's right. Lily is back. So Natty's out because she's injured. Yep. Tamina has been having singles matches during mm-hmm. this time for mm-hmm. his dewdrop. Mm-hmm. Tamina wins. Hate it. But the best part about that was before the announcers could get on saying Tamina wins, Alexa and Lily come on the the big screen in the back, and they said, and the loser of this match is Eva Marie. The same way Eva Marie does her dumb little, like, I won thing. Yes, very funny. And then later on the playground, Alexa was talking to Lily about how she's been inspiring people for so long, and then Dewdrop attacks Alexa from behind. And Eva grabs Lily and calls her an ugly, gross little doll and drops her on the ground, and this is evolution, and they leave. And Lily stands up on her own. Lily's a doll. Yeah, guys. Uh, Lily's a doll. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean. Guys, a doll stood up. <laughs> we knew that there was some weird supernatural shit happening there. Yeah, I know. But what are we doing, guys? I hate <laughs> like, having to ask that question on this podcast. We're about to just change the name of the podcast. I know. Uh, but... Like, here's the thing. We're going to go into Monday Night Raw in a match between Eva and fucking Lily. You'll be so lit. <laughs> like, what Honestly. is happening? But, no, it's just like, I love Alexa Bliss. She's making the most of it. Unfortunately, she likes it. So, like, of course. And she's. You can she's, tell. You can tell, exactly. She's having fun with it. I do love Alexa Bliss. I'm happy that she's getting the airtime and, like, the TV time she that she deserves. But, like,. I just, I don't know. I don't really care. I, I think this could be so good without Lily. I think it'd be so good if we had the possibility that Bray Wyatt would come back. Yeah, well. And do something with this character. I also saw that Chelsea Green, one of the other releases, said that um, she would have loved to come in as Lily. Because remember when Bray Wyatt, like the Sister Abigail, and it was a whole thing, and Sister Abigail was like going to be a person, and we kept saying that it was going to be Alexa Bliss because of that like Braun Strowman um Bray Wyatt feud that was happening at the time. It would be cool if Lily wasn't a fucking doll and was something like Sister Abigail where it was more of like an entity and like not a doll standing up on its own and making it like, are we doing Chucky? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. Yes, we are doing Chucky. We're doing Lily. Yeah, it just, I don't, Supernatural doesn't work in 2021. It just, the whole like. Well, especially when we're out. It would be different in the Thunderdome era where, where you can, like, no, cut and do things and it looks, then. yes. Like, but, even, like, the Shayna Baszler stuff was just, yes, it's, like, but it was more, like, theatrical, whereas you yes. can't do that live. Yeah, and, like, it just, like, the crowd was kind of, like, ugh. Yeah, the crowd was, like, why did that doll just stand up? Yeah, it was, like, oh, okay. Like, I don't, I wonder, like, what I would have thought of this when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, if I would be freaked out by it, maybe mm-hmm. it's like, that's what they're going for. Because, like, as an adult, I'm just like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. 
and like I like. Oh, you know what? I wonder if any adults actually like it though. Like I do like the people involved in it. I love all every single person involved in this is great. I do not like the whole story that's going on because I don't. I think it's funny that like Alexa is trying to troll Eva Marie. Hilarious. We don't need a doll to stand up about it though. No, she can sit down. Yeah, be a doll. <laughs> like, be a doll. You know, I don't understand. Be creepy, be gross, be weird. Don't, like, stand up, though. Because, like, where do you go from this? I was just going to ask that question. Are we going to have, like, a tag match where, like, Lily's just standing That's in the corner? That's what I'm saying. I'm honestly, <laughs> I'm kind of turning around on this <laughs> as we speak. Like, are we going to, is Lily going to be in matches? Because... Uh, I... <laughs> No, because now I'm imagining, like, <laughs> Lily is in the corner. Just, like, fighting. No, she's in the corner, and, like, Alexa tags her, and the crowd's just like, what the fuck are we going to do? And then, like, she's on, like, a string, and she just flies and, like, <laughs> yeah, but, kills like, Eva Marie. Eva or Dewdrop would have to sell that. Like, they were getting attacked by a doll. It would have to be Eva, yeah. It would but be honestly, it'd be funny, hilarious. But, like, that be, would be so funny, but I hope it doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, it'd be so... Cause it We'd has, have to turn the TV off. It has such little room for error. That, mm-hmm. Like, it's either going to be really stupid or, like, a little funny. And, yeah, it's not worth it. You know what else falls on that really stupid but really funny line? Oh, get Reggie now? <laughs> Stop bringing him up. When do we talk about Reggie? <laughs> do you want to talk about I was going to talk about John Morrison. No, let's talk about Reggie. <laughs> we'll come back to, to the moist, America's moist one. Listen, Reggie is still the 24-7 champion, mm-hmm. and he's still getting announced matches for this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't and make any sense. It doesn't. And it's him and Tazawa, and he wins. And we can now go back to the America's Most Wanted, <laughs> John Morrison. Because I wanted to just, I wanted to get Reggie out of the way. I'm annoyed by it. It doesn't make any sense. He's extremely talented. But uh, who's more talented is John Morrison. Yeah, so John Morrison... Is so moist and so wet oh, and damp so... and, like, what other I synonyms do, for wet. I do love his new shirt. It's hilarious. The America's most moist wanted. Yeah, I would never buy that. No, yeah. it's hilarious though. He's, I told you, he's on that line. No, he's so past that line of like I so enjoy John Morrison. He's made a dumb gimmick so fun. Yeah, he makes it work with these. What are they? The the dripsticks. The dripsticks. The splash holes. Splash the, holes like, is my favorite thing he's ever said. He has so many puns and names for like being every time wet. he comes out yeah it's a new one like he went from just being johnny drip drip like, to like, like the, a one-time thing to so many so many things, things. but damien priest is on the miz tv he challenges john morrison he also basically says that the miz is lying about his injury and the miz is like i'm in a wheelchair with a brace on my knee I know. <laughs> like, it, it made so weird look a little weird yeah like you did this <laughs> yeah like you injured him sir so like that's, that is gaslighting listen sometimes big gaslighter fan <laughs> damien priest after he challenges john morrison he then attacks the miz with dripsticks then we have damien priest what a thing to say in 2021 i know it's it's so weird and if anybody does know what the dripstick is just go to your local, like, uh, pharmacy. Dollar like, store. A dollar store or a Rite Aid or CVS and go to, like, the uh, the summer toy section and it's just a water gun that's made out of foam. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Well, the way Damien Priest uses these 
on the Miz after like they get into like a little altercation. Yes. And Damien Priest just Miz is loading them, and then Damien Priest is taking them and squirting them in Miz's face. Yes, before the Miz can do anything. Just slapstick comedy, and it's working. He poured the bucket of water on the Miz at one point. So Damien Priest wins this match, and then Sheamus comes out and attacks him. Mm -hmm. And then Ricochet comes out to defend Damien Priest, and then Priest and Ricochet are the last ones standing, and then we get turned into a tag team match of Damian Priest and Ricochet versus Morrison and, I almost said The Miz, but he can't wrestle, Morrison and Sheamus with The Miz ringside. And then Damian Priest and Ricochet win. Can I ask why Ricochet was here? He was, I just said he was defending Damian Priest. Yeah, that's Who was Damian Priest? Weird. It wasn't Damian Ricochet. Damian Priest is like 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> he was, doesn't um, need Ricochet's Yeah, but like, last assistance. week Damian Priest was defending... Not Ricochet, though. Never mind. Well, he's been, like, bros with Riddle backstage. That's been a thing. But, like, I... Umberto. Remember, he was, like, defending Umberto when Sheamus now, was attacking him? With all these releases, I'm worried about Umberto because the guy's been oh, on and off TV yeah, for Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I like him. Yeah. Like, tons of potential. Listen, I can't take any more releases. <laughs> no. I like the, the Damian Priest-Sheamus thing, I think, will be a, a good, as JR would call, a slobber knocker at SummerSlam. Yeah, don't make that face. <laughs> I didn't uh, like that. But yeah, I mean, give Damian Priest something to do. Yeah. Put, just put the belt on him. Who cares? It's the U.S. title. It doesn't, it's lost so much meaning. And now you have Sheamus who's had it for so long. With a He's broken not nose. defending it. Yeah. Just give it to give him, Priest just so Priest else. has something to do. We'll see where that goes. They kind of left that like open-ended. So we'll see on uh, Raw where that goes. But we also had Riddle versus Omos. And Omos has his own music. He did not come out to AJ's music this nope. time. AJ was not there. Yeah. Guys, it's happening. Omos Omos is legit. Yo, Riddle took a fucking beating. Riddle got his ass beat. Omos has dope music. He dominated Riddle. He obviously won this match. He's huge. I think it's I think it's real. I think we have a real a real guy on our hands, guys. (laughs) It's better than a doll. (laughs) I think I'm legitimately at the point where I think Omas is going to be world champion at some point in the not too distant future because you don't have a lot of guys like Omas. Yeah. He is a giant person. He has a he has a decent amount of personality from what he's shown. Yeah, for sure. He's now got dope music. I'm so happy they actually put him in the ring because I was when I wanted to see what he looked like in the ring and you made a comment about like he's still he very might just raw. be like a bad guy yeah. like he's not gonna actually be in the ring he's just like a bodyguard i was like damn like he he looks like he had potential and he does he and does. he's showing it and it, he looks amazing and i'm excited i liked that aj wasn't out here it was a little weird that aj wasn't out here i think we're gonna start getting that split soon yes where I think Omos and AJ probably dropped the titles to Riddle and Randy whenever Randy comes back. Yeah, we still haven't seen Randy. There's still no sign of Randy for the last few weeks. I'm obviously upset about it. It's going to be a huge pop. I will probably pop off of my couch. I cannot wait for him to come back. I think that it should be Riddle and Randy versus Omos and AJ at SummerSlam for the titles. They drop the titles to RK Bro, and then they split up. So I think I think Omas, because he needs, like, 
Omas is very new, and you can tell. Yes. And he's very raw that he needs, like, veterans to work with. And yes. I think AJ, you don't really get a better dance partner yeah, than AJ real. Styles. Yeah, for real, AJ Styles. He'll make Omas look like a million bucks. Yeah. And that's how you make new stars. Yeah. And, and that's what we Omas want. Omas really can be exactly that. Give him, a, like, a manager. Give him Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> Give him, like, a tiny yeah. guy that can talk shit. And Omas will just eat everyone. Yeah. I think, yeah, I really, I've come to that conclusion that I'm all in on Omas. I think he is going to be a world champion. I don't know when. Because, like, I've made the comparison to Great Khali before. Yeah. He is so much better than Great Khali in almost every way. He's so big. He's huge. He's so big. And, like, again, like, I don't know why, but the music to me just, it it all clicked together. Yes. As soon as he got that music... And he's come down. I'm that like, was my God first damn, I note. I believe this shit. That was my first note on that match. Was just like, oh shit, he got his he got his own music. And it's not too generic. It's no, not. No, it's not it's, just generic it, like, music. I feel he, that music. Yes, he got a good entrance for him, mm-hmm. and that's a good sign. Yeah, it's it like he doesn't need AJ anymore. No, we're taking the training wheels off, sink or swim, and mm-hmm. that guy can stand in like a one of the in the deep end of the pool. Yeah, so it's he's not going to sink. <laughs> So, for the first time ever on Raw, probably ever in general, we saw Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley fight each other. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, I was happy to see this happen because it was the first time we've ever seen these people fight each other. And I like seeing that. Like for the oh, you like different things? Yeah. Get out of town. <laughs> Surprise. You don't like seeing the same thing Surprise. for seven weeks in a row? I was happy not to see Rhea go against Charlotte or Nikki, and I was excited to see Nia not go against Tamina. Get out of town. Like it was it was a good match. Nia was bleeding like nobody's yeah, business. I don't know, what, I don't happened know what happened, but she was bleeding from her head everywhere. Uh Rhea ends up winning, but then kept attacking Nia. And yeah, sure. um that's really it that we got on them. Yeah, it was weird because Rhea is not in... She's in the SummerSlam match, yeah. but she's not around... What's happening. What's happening yeah. in that. She's kind of doing her own thing. Now, like, the Nia Shayna beef continues. Yeah. Neat. Let's talk about NXT. Yeah, we're just going to skip over everything else. Oh, no. Keith Lee finally won, man. Oh. We got to talk about Keith right. Lee. Yeah. Keith Lee finally won... Um. We got some bullshit still going on with Veer, Shanky, Drew, well, we, and Jinder. I mean, yeah, nobody cares about nobody that. Nobody cares about we that. We should talk about Keith Lee beats Karrion Cross. So Karrion Cross is now 1-2 and two on the yes. main roster. Keith Lee finally gets a win. A clean win. A clean win. win. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's let's just move on to uh, NXT where yeah. Karrion Cross is your NXT champion. Taking those L's on Raw, but still, you know. Scary guy. Yeah, and Joe got security. So the security that Joe that was working for Joe mm-hmm. is now his security to keep him away from carrying cross. And then Samoa Joe is like, "Fuck these guys!" Yeah. Fought them, choked Murders them, them out, Murders <laughs> like, every single one of them. And we're going to see Joe and Cross at Takeover. I mm-hmm. forget when it is, and I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the most excited I am for a match coming up. I feel like there's not, like, I don't care that much about Roman and Cena. I don't care too much about Lashley and Goldberg. Yeah, but Edge and I Seth just, is going to be great. Edge and Seth is going to be amazing. Uh, but, yeah, it's, just, it's something I want to see Joe wrestle. Yeah. 
it's been so long. It's been so long. And, like, we finally, we have a killer guy in Karrion Cross who just is beating everyone senseless. Mm-hmm. Do, I don't think they put the title on Joe, so I'm curious as how they kind of booked their way out of this. I think they like, could put the title on Joe and bring Cross up as not the champion. They could. They could absolutely do that, but then do we do, what do we do with Joe after? Pete Dunn. Oh, do they finally kiss? I want to see Joe and Pete wrestle I mean, we so could, bad. we could do that, Pete's. Do, he's not in, like, a feud. No. He's just, he uh, hit, what is his name? Ridge Holland came mm-hmm. back. So him and Pete, you know, back together. I mean, I guess you could go Pete Dunne as the heel and Samoa Joe as, like, the, I don't know. There's just such a. I'm, I just think that'd be such a good match. Oh, my God. So on this NXT, I don't know if you saw it. I think you might have fallen asleep for this. But Ilya Dragunov and Walter. This promo, this, like, video package mm-hmm. for their match was one of the coolest video packages I've ever seen for wrestling. It was so good. Like, take, take two, two and a half minutes out of your day and go watch Ilya Dragunov and Walter, just the hype video, and tell me you don't want to watch that shit. Because it was such a good video package. Walter, for, like, the first time, going to defend the UK championship on American soil at TakeOver 36. That match That's is gonna going be to so be good. so good. That's going to be so good. And it's so hyped, and it's so anticipated, because it's a rematch, and they're selling it like it's a big deal. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, hey, Walter's here. No, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Walter is Walter is not known enough in the United States, mm-hmm. because he is so good. He had, like, he was in that Survivor Series... Uh, thing they did a couple years ago where it was Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Mm-hmm. And he was like the first person out. Yeah, that's bullshit. And Walter is so fucking good. So big, so just natural. He's super plain looking. Mm-hmm. But he's so intimidating. And I can't wait. That's another match where I'm just like, TakeOver 36 is going to be so good. It, it's stacked. Yeah, that's a stacked card. When is that, though? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy to Google, but I'm just not. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Takeover 36 is going to make us very happy, but there is something on NXT that's not making us happy, and uh, that's the fact that the way is going their separate ways. Well, first of all, don't say that. <laughs> uh, don't put that negative energy out in the air. Bro, Austin left. You don't know that. He. What do you mean? He ran away from home. Yeah, but he'll he'll come back. And index is a thing now. Yeah. Which, by the way, is bullshit because that's not how the match went. Johnny won. Yeah. Johnny, yes. Okay, so Gargano versus Dexter. What did we even have the match for? So when Johnny wins, Johnny, Candace, and Indy start to walk away. Johnny won Indy. (laughs) Yes, so they start to walk away together, and Indy's all sad, and she keeps looking back, and Dexter's standing in the ring, and he's all sad, and he keeps looking at her, and she just, like, turns around and runs back and jumps on him, and they fall to the ground, and they kiss, and they're a thing now. But it makes sense. No, it doesn't. What do you mean, bro? Rebel heart. Honestly funny. (laughs) Love conquers all. So the whole point of this match... Was Johnny versus Dexter. If Johnny wins, he wins Indy. If, <laughs> if Dexter wins, he wins Indy. 
And it's okay because Indy put herself on I just need to line. say, this isn't actually the stipulation, but it basically was. It is. It is. It was the love her or lose her match. Yes. And love, Dexter love lost. Love conquers all. That's what happened here. All right. Fucking Beth Phoenix. <laughs> um, I love that Beth Phoenix loves yeah, she's so their, like, their so love. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. It is very fu- She sells it so well. She sells it the best. Because uh, I hated it until Beth Phoenix was like, well, you know, like you I, should love him. <laughs> so, like, I'm okay if we bring Dexter into the way. And, like, Johnny and Candace are, like, you know, they're, like, the parents that are, like, oh, the bad boys in town. Like, I guess we'll, like, be nice to them. We'll, yeah. like, we'll give them a chance, whatever. Listen, you gotta, like, I want kind Austin of, like, back. yeah, but you gotta kind of like your daughter's boyfriend or exactly. else she's gonna rebel and be with him forever. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I can't wait to see Candace as, like, the mom mm-hmm. of Indy that can't stand the boyfriend. Yep. I think it's gonna be very good. Candace, Candace and Johnny are, are tremendous as, like, these... Like, they're heels, but they're funny. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Austin, but it makes me sad every time I think about it. Yeah, because he's not here. Well, because I just want the father-son to win. I want the first father-son champions in WWE history, because we all know that Dominic Mysterio is actually Eddie Guerrero's kid. So that's a whole, that's all a sham. I'm a, I'm a Dominic Guerrero truther, and I want... So badly for Johnny and Austin to be the first father-son. Because they're actually father-son, you know? I hate you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going with, with canon. Yes, I mean, that's the basically the gist of NXT. Yeah. AEW opens up, not with a Guerrero, but with a Guerrero. Fucking Hoovy Juice is back. Hooventu so? Guerrero, who hasn't... I have not... I did not know this man was wrestling still. No, and uh, he... I mean, he got a decent pop when he came out. Yeah, it was fine. Because it was like, it's one of those Because like, it was like, some people oh, knew who he was, still? some people didn't. Yes. Exactly. So people were like, oh, shit, this was real? Because, like, he didn't come out when... No, it was weird. Uh, when MJF first announced him. Like, when he was announcing the other labors, they were coming out. It was such a, what the out. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean, who Guerrero's coming? Yeah, exactly. So then, you know, we were all kind of like, is he, though? Yeah. So, like, when he came out, people were like, oh, shit, okay, he is. Yeah, like, with the mask and all. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, it was a fine match. There's the, the whole stipulation, stipulation was that yeah. Jericho has to win with a move off the top, mm-hmm. which, like, I thought would be, I don't know. It was just, it was the Judas effect, but it, I don't know. It This match, Chris Jericho's cardio is just gone. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on with this guy, but he was blown up, like, five minutes in, and by Honestly, the end of this match, he was, like, purple. How the memes before this match even took place about Jericho climbing to the top rope yeah. had me in tears. Wrestling Twitter is brutal. Yeah, for real. Um, which is why I don't Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so... I mean, this shit's very funny. Listen, uh, Jericho won this match because duh. Yeah, of course. You know? And then they announced that the next labor of Jericho... Well, the next labor contestant comes out and yeah, just Wardlow attacks the, the shit, out, shit of them. out of Chris Jericho. And then, I don't know, it's just, it felt, I don't, it's not, like, you had back-to-back weeks of, like, cool announcements for, your, like, your next opponent. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, Wardlow is your next opponent. And the stipulation on this one is MJF is the ref. Which, no, he's not. Because here's, okay, so there's confusion going on because... MJF said that he was going to accompany Wardlow to the ring. Yeah. And then the announcers are like, oh, MJF's the special referee. So I was so confused by that when that was happening. Mm -hmm. They're like, 
Wardlow's will be in, or MJF will be in Wardlow's corner. That's what I thought MJF said. Which is, that is what he said. Yeah. And then the announcers were like, oh, he's the ref. So he's not the ref. I have no idea. Well, I guess we'll find out on Wednesday. (laughs) It's not being communicated, clearly. (laughs) Um, And then Labor 5 is MJF, so it is only five labors. Yes. And then we also had uh, Andrade and Chavo beating the shit out of, um, I forget his name, Andrade, trying to just make a point to the death triangle that, you know, Ray Phoenix and Penta need to work with him. Yes. Either work with him or be against him, either way. And Johnny going the real drug kingpin way of doing things. We had that match. We had Alistair making his, like, in-ring debut. And I shouldn't say Alistair. His name is Malachi Black now. He comes out super creepy entrance. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about his new music. It's very, like, it's a slow burn. I tried to work out to it the other day because his NXT theme was a real... Yeah, you could work out to that. A real gym song. But yeah, Alistair... God damn it. Malachi Black (laughs) versus Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And this was a a squash. It was very, like, you know, good versus evil aesthetic. And Mm -hmm. it was good got its ass kicked. Yeah. Quickly, brutally, Mm -hmm. and definitively. Mm -hmm. Malachi wins with the foot. Yeah. On Cody's chest. And then Cody... <laughs> Cody's so funny to me. He has to just do long promos. It's yeah. like, it's in his contract. Like, I get to do 10 minutes of long promos every week. Like, he didn't write his own contract? Like, he's knocked out. And then Tony Schiavone's like, I'm gonna go talk to this unconscious man. And then he gives Cody the mic. Or, well, Cody takes it, basically. And then he's, like, on a crutch, but he's not. But he's fighting it. It was weird. And he starts to insinuate that he's going to retire. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to take his boots off. And then Malachi Black comes out and, you know, hits Cody with the crutch he wasn't using. And then Malachi Black, I guess, is taking Cody's shoe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's how AEW went off the air, was maybe Cody's retiring, which would be weird. Um, and Malachi Black would be the guy that retired Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Which, I mean... We'll see how that goes. I want AEW Malachi keeps us coming back for more. Yes. I want Malachi Black to start wearing Cody's shoe and kicking people in the head with Cody's shoe. I, I don't know if it fits. Wouldn't yeah, but I mean But like you can yeah, you can just like figure that yeah. out. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him to do that. Like Alistair's very I know. Guys, Malachi. Guys, guys. <laughs> I swear his new. name is yeah, his name it's is Malachi Black. And we still call Pack fucking Neville. Yeah. Neville. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Malachi is very into the small details. Is his name Pack? Yeah. Malachi very into like the small details. He should. I want him to bring something of Cody's into like his look. I think it would be very cool. Listen, the the boot would be cool. Yeah, it's just like so. I I think Cody's going to like film stuff. Okay. Um, so and he needs like, time off so anyway. So he needs time off anyway. But, like, to insinuate that you're retiring, I don't believe that for a fucking second. No. Are you kidding me? He's not retiring. If his brother's still wrestling, he's going to wrestle. That, yeah, exactly. Like, Cody, I get that you're busy. Yeah. But, like, it's like John Cena retiring. Like, I'm never going to actually believe it. Yeah. You know? No way. And then Hangman and the Dark Order kind of broke up. It was yeah. like a Hangman kind of approaches the Dark Order like, it's not you, it's me. I need to figure this out. I'm sorry I cost you guys your shot at the championships. And, I mean, the rumors are that we're not doing Kenny versus Hangman for Kenny's next title defense. 
I don't know. And then they also said that it's it's going to be Christian Cage versus Kenny yeah. Omega as your next. Christian's not winning this match. Mm-mm. It just seems very like, I don't know, Christian, I was excited for him, but it's just been very like bland yeah. of a return. Like I'm not excited. And I get that like you want to make something out of having him. Mm-hmm. So you might as well have him challenge for the title. But like I don't believe for a second that Kenny Omega is going to lose this title to Christian. No. So Ken- no, Kenny Omega is not going to lose it to Christian. No, he I would think... have lost it to somebody else by now. You know, if he's just going to lose it. And like I feel like it's just gotten to the point where, like, you can hype up something for a while, and then eventually the payoff is huge. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the payoff is going to be there for Hangman now because it's, it's almost like you've been waiting too long. Yeah, like, the soda's starting to get flat. Yeah, and. Like, to me, if you're going to bring in Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you're going to bring in CM Punk. You're going to bring in CM Punk. Like, I don't want Punk to be in the title picture particularly. I just don't think he needs to be. No. Um, It'd be cool, but he doesn't need, not right away. No, but I think if, I think you can build Brian Danielson as the next guy. Um, if not, I don't know. I don't know who beats Kenny. If it's, it, I figured it would be Hangman. It's not going to be Hangman. Moxley doesn't need it. He's already been the champion. Yeah. And he's got other business he, to take yeah, care of. Yeah, he in Japan. wants the new Japan title back. And I mean, there's a lot going on in AEW and, and now they, we have even more releases to yeah. pick from. And they they literally just keep us coming back for more. Mm-hmm. Every Which week. is the problem because every because NXT is the same way for us. Yes. AEW is the same way for us. SmackDown we want to watch because there's a lot of talent on that show yeah. that we like. And it's good. And Raw is just a drag. A fucking drag, man. It's a fucking drag. But speaking of SmackDown, we opened that show with Sasha Banks saying that Bianca is nothing without her. And, of course, Bianca comes out and interrupts her because she's Bianca Belair. She don't need Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And then Zelina interrupts Bianca. Well, I want to just touch real quick on Bianca should have said, I never needed you at all. Yes. I was furious. Say the lyrics to your song. That is her theme song. Yeah. She should have said that. It's just like, it's it's just a small thing. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference either way. But I would have popped if she was just like, I never needed you at all. Yeah, like and she could, started, should like, have come out and said that. So when Zelina interrupts Bianca, Sa- when Bianca gets in the ring, Sasha rolls out of the ring. Yes. Very smart move on Sasha's mm-hmm. part. She goes over. Pat McAfee tries to give her his Gentleman. chair. But instead, she climbs up on top of the table. And he's like, oh, that's a better place for you. Like <laughs> helps her on the table. So she's standing on the announcer desk. And Zelina comes out, interrupts Bianca. And Bianca looks at Sasha. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because there's too much happening now. She has Zelina on one side, Sasha on the other. She looks at Sasha, says, I'll see you at SummerSlam. Turns to, to Zelina and says, I'll see you tonight. Mm-hmm. So we have Zelina. Boss shit, honestly. Yeah. It's very cool. So we have Zelina versus Bianca as the, like, on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then we have Bianca versus Sasha at SummerSlam officially announced. We assumed this, but it's officially announced. But later, Zelina was backstage with Adam Pierce and Sonya, and she was saying that she wants this to be a title match against Bianca. And they were basically just like, no. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because when they announced the match, the, the graphic said women's championship match. Oh, I didn't even catch that. And then Zelina goes backstage, and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, we make matches, not you. Yeah. Which, I'm going to touch on later. We're going to come back to this. But Adam Pearce and Sonya tell Zelina, you can't just make championship matches like that. You can't just make matches. 
will be okay with you fighting Bianca. If you win, you can have a title match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you face the winner of Sasha and Bianca, but you have to win tonight first to do that. Yes. Selena's like, okay. And then that was the end of the, yeah. the segment. But... The very next segment. Like, the very next segment. Edge comes out. Mm-hmm. And... He's talking shit on Seth, talking about the whole thing from 2014, and Seth comes on the big screen, they're talking back and forth, and I, I honestly, I love this segment. It was so good. Because um, both, both guys are so they're good. They're just so great. And I love that they touched on how similar they are. Yes. Because Edge, the ultimate opportunist, Seth, maybe an even bigger opportunist. Yeah. Uh, they are so similar, and the match is going to be so good. The build is still... I think it's going to be your best build of anything for SummerSlam. Yeah, because even when Edge was, like, challenging Seth, Seth was just like, I have a lot going on, and, like, let me think about it. I know, it's hilarious. Hilarious. And then Seth eventually was like, okay, Yeah, by the end made. of it, accepts it. They they made their match. They made their match, guys. But Zelina, I mean... If you're lost, rewind this about a minute. Yeah. <laughs> they literally... Adam Pearce and Sonya just told Zelina mm-hmm. Vega and Bianca they can't make matches. Yep. And then the very next segment, Edge and Seth Rollins make a match. Wrestling is wrestling. Listen, it, and it's, it's okay. It's Edge and Seth Rollins. So, yeah, like, exactly. they can do whatever they want. I mean, Adam Pearce has already said, basically, that Edge can make whatever matches he yeah. wants. Remember when Seth was like, oh, I'm, I'm Seth, I'm Seth, I'm Seth. And he was just like, he's Edge. Yeah. I mean, they've literally <laughs> given Edge just the freedom to be like, whatever match you yeah. want, just go ahead, whatever. But whatever, matter. he's great. Well, we can go back to uh, Zelina and Bianca. So when their match finally happens, at one point, Bianca is just like holding Zelina over her head because, mm-hmm. I mean, Zelina's small, but Bianca's a Zelina, strong woman. Zelina and is, you're unrest, you're, Zelina is small. She's tiny. Yeah. But Bianca could do this with almost anybody. Yes. So it's not like... She could have held two Zelina. She could have, yes. She easily was like bench pressing Zelina and Sasha's music hits because <laughs> duh. And then it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bianca still gets this win. Like pretty easily, pretty handily. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're not getting uh, Bianca and Zelina again, which yeah. I'm fine with. Uh, there's plenty. There has been not one Tony Storm sighting. No. In the we last We haven't weeks. seen Liv in a while. But what we did get... Was the return of Tegan Knox's first name. Yes, Tegan. Very happy for Tegan. I've said it on this podcast. I refuse mm-hmm. to refer to her as Knox and Shotzi lost her name though. That's fine. She's still just Shotzi. Shotzi is a unique but name. Once again, Tamina is in a singles match because it's mm-hmm. against Tegan. But But this one, Tegan wins. Yeah. And there's still no word on what is happening with the women's tag team. Well, so I want to talk about this match for a second because um, Tamina has this match in, you know, she she's ha- she has it. She has this match yeah. to win. And then Shotzi on her tank fires her rocket at Tamina, mm-hmm. distracts Tamina, mm-hmm. Tegan gets the roll-up victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel like it should have been a disqualification. Yeah, like how was that not a, one an outside she interference? She shot a firearm at Tamina. In the middle of a match. A weapon, quote unquote. Yes. <laughs> like, like, Tamina was shot at by, by Tegan's partner. <laughs> and we're supposed to just be like, oh, sucks for you, Tamina. Listen, I guess, like, it didn't hit her. So I guess maybe that's the rule. If you shoot somebody, it has to hit them for a disqualification. But who knows? We're playing I, a, we're on a slippery slope. I do want to know. It's, they don't, they have not even mentioned 
what's going to happen with the championships. No. We've just been having Tamina do double duty. Yeah. Which is weird because she got to win on Raw. I think I think they do just somehow, some way drop the titles to Tegan and Shotzi. That which is cool. fine. Yeah. Um, but I'd yeah, I, just, I was that. so happy to see that she got her first name back. Yeah. And then, of course, we have Roman Reigns just taking over the show. But at one point, Kayla was just, like, standing outside his locker room, and Paul Heyman comes out basically just saying that the, Cena signing this contract was bullshit, which it kind of was. Yeah, we know. We know. We watched it. And then eventually he was like, I'm not in the mood. And he goes to walk away, but he can't because Big E is standing there holding his contract briefcase up like a fucking boombox, laughing. Menacingly. Just laughing. But I don't want Big E to cash in on Roman. No, neither do I. I want him to cash in on Bobby Lashley. I want him to jump ship, leave SmackDown for Raw. And it sucks because Raw isn't as good as SmackDown, but... Lashley Big E match would be better than Big E than Big E and Roman. I want. I'll say it every time I can. It's big meaty men slapping meat. Those are Big E's words, not yeah. mine. And I, yeah, I the the better choice for Big E is you have an opportunity right now. Yeah. To go be with your guys. Yeah. Go be with your guys. Yeah. You go go be go. with your team. But, I mean, right now we haven't really seen Xavier Woods for a minute. We haven't really seen Kofi for a minute. But I just, I want it. I want him back with the New Day. I want him not to go against Roman because I don't want him just to get squashed. I yeah. love Big E. I, I would love to see him as the champion. Yeah, he's not, like, Roman has to lose eventually. I don't think it should be to Big E. I think Lashley losing to Big E would be fine. Exactly. But Roman, it's it's not. Yeah, the I don't right know who mix. I think because like there's yeah. no history. There's no like, and like not that there's history with Big E and Bobby, mm-hmm. but there's history with the New Day yeah. and Bobby. And like that I story see, writes itself. I see Roman like losing to like Seth, maybe or some like someone that ha- he has history with like mm-hmm. that. But you know, at another point in a backstage promo, Roman's sitting in his locker room, and Paul Heyman comes up to him, and he's like, "This is the first time in the night that we have seen Roman." Because any other time, we just saw his locker room door. So Paul Heyman comes up to him, and he's like, oh, it's Finn versus Baron Corbin is up next. And Roman just says, I'm interested. Yeah, it's like weird. And that was that. And then we just literally go into Finn and Baron. It was so fucking weird. Yeah. He's like, I'm interested. It's a weird segment. Weird, like, 15-second thing. But yeah, we get Finn and Baron. And, like, the picture they're using for Baron Corbin... Hilarious. hilarious. This guy is on hard times. He stops. The match starts, and Baron just takes the microphone and is like, bro, Finn, I need help. Of course (laughs) he does, yeah. I was just waiting for him to ask for 20 bucks for, like, parking or something. And, I mean, Finn gets the win here, obviously. And then Finn gets on the mic. And then Finn... Finn's so good, man. Yeah. So when he gets on the mic, he was saying that what happened last week with how j- he got attacked and got just kicked out of this contract signing yeah. and Cena just puts his name on it. He's like, listen, the old Finn would have just smiled and been like. Love that he referenced okay. it. Yeah. Love that he, everybody hated smiling Finn. Uh-huh. And he was like, the old Finn would have just smiled and been smiled, smiling Finn. And I would have just been fine and moved on. But that Finn is dead. And this Finn wants to face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And if I have to go through John Cena, that's what I'm willing to do. Name the time. Name the place. I want to say it. 
I take back what I said. Finn Balor can beat Roman Reigns. Wouldn't be a bad choice. He can beat him. We do not need Seth Rollins to beat him. But Roman interrupts him. And as soon as Roman's music hits, there are Cena chants. As soon as I it know. happens. Oh, that was rough. I felt bad for Finn there. Yes. Because that makes Finn look like he's not... Important. Important. Yes. And then... So Roman tells Finn to keep I, his oh, name out of way, his mouth. By the way, I also hated the 90% of this segment. Me too. I don't usually like Roman segments. I usually... Here's the problem. One, I loved that Finn is acknowledging that... Like, when he was on Raw and SmackDown and had, like, that weird main event run after mm-hmm. he got injured and came back, he was just, like, the smiley, yes. oh, Balor Club for everyone. I'm yeah. like... And it people didn't like it. And then he went back to NXT and he got serious and people loved it. Yes. And now he's back and he's still... Oh, I love Serious it. Finn, which love is way it. better. And that love was the it. fear of a lot of people was, mm-hmm. like... We don't want smiling Finn back. Yeah. So we have serious Finn. He acknowledged that he's serious Finn, mm-hmm. and then he's he wants Roman. Yeah. And God. Roman told him to keep his name out of his mouth and threw the mic at him. Hard. Hard. I love that Finn didn't react to it though. No, and then Roman just like turned around and just went to leave like he was hot shit and like he just ended the segment and Finn knocked him out of the ring. Yeah, he pushed him. It was like it was very like schoolyard. Like. Yeah, like Roman turned around and Finn just ran up and pushed him from behind, and then the Cena chance start again. Yeah, and then Roman's out of the ring, turns around like he's going to go attack Finn, but instead the Usos attack Finn from behind, mm-hmm. and Roman starts to walk away, and then Finn whoops the Usos' ass, mm-hmm. and he's the last one standing. So Roman starts to come back. And then the Usos come back in, and then the Usos and Roman take control, and they take out Finn Balor, and then there are more John Cena chants. Mm-hmm. And we never see John Cena. This segment could not have been more poorly done, I feel like. What a terrible ending to yeah. SmackDown. We end with Roman and the Usos standing in the ring. Lay is, or <laughs> Finn is laying on the ground. People are still chanting for Cena, mm-hmm. and we have no John Cena. No. This was a bad time to have John Cena not be on SmackDown. Yeah. So, again, like, this segment went from Finn wants to challenge Roman. Roman disrespects Finn. Mm-hmm. Finn pushes Roman. Usos beat up Finn. Finn beats up Usos. Finn beats up Roman. Usos and Roman beat up Finn. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. That was it. And in the meantime, there are intermittent John Cena chants that are loud. Very loud. And I guess it's better than on Raw we had a couple CM Punk chants. So I guess it's better that they went they not went as Cena. much not as much as I thought there would yeah. be. Yeah. But either way, it just it felt weird because it made Finn it Roman last week mentioned that John Cena was making it seem like Finn was lesser. Mm-hmm. And then this week it looked like Finn was lesser. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. And it's just, it's the way the segment was done. And, like, we have been hyping this summer of Cena. He's on tour. And then this is the show you have him not come out it for? It was very weird. Like, he, weird it would have been ending. perfect for him to come make the save. Mm-hmm. And then set up something for next week. I think we get, like, sometime before SummerSlam, Finn versus Roman. Mm-hmm. I think we actually do that match. But, again, it's just like... I don't know, it, it didn't look, I didn't like the segment for just how it ended and how you had, like, the fans wanted Cena. Yeah. 
like what what are we even did they not see that coming? Did they I, not think the fans would want Cena to come make the save? Yes. Like how did you not predict that? That made no sense to me. It's like a lack of like understanding of what the fans would have wanted in that situation. And, yeah. like, and they just didn't give it to them. And it's fine because Roman's a heel, but it just made yeah. Finn look bad. Which you don't want because no. Finn's a star. Yeah, he and, is. And he I mean, should be was, taking that title from Roman. Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't think Johnny's even gonna do it. No, I don't uh, want John to. I, I think John should lose at SummerSlam. Yeah, and I think he does. I don't know how or like how we're gonna do it. Fuck, uh, have Finn come in and just and cause some sort of distraction or something to make Cena lose. I mean, if we want to do like a Finn versus John, that'd be cool. He said I'll I'd go through down. John Cena. Yeah, I mean I would know? do if we're gonna have Roman beat John at SummerSlam, then do Roman or I'm sorry, do John versus Finn at the next pay per view and then set up for Finn and Roman at the following maybe like Survivor series with yeah. Finn versus Roman. I mean, the setup is there, and yeah. Big E is just looming in the background, which is always good. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that was SmackDown. That was another week of wrestling, and I still just think that NXT and AEW are putting on more interesting shows. Yeah, for sure. Um, SmackDown wasn't bad. There's like a lot of, like, SmackDown has just an abundance of talent. Yeah. And stars and star potential. Raw continues to just be a slog to get through every week. It's so hard. Like, think about the fact that we didn't even talk. We skipped over Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Because it's not interesting. It's not interesting at all. Like, they've completely... The guy went from carrying WWE through the pandemic to, like, he's the least interesting a thing. sword. Yeah, exactly. He, he brought the sword to the ring this time. Yeah. He tried and, to kill and people. We're, and we're not, and we're not even going to talk about it. No. <laughs> it was, you know... Raw is, is rough at this point. And we'll be back next week to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, we are coming up on SummerSlam. We're getting closer and closer. It's on a Saturday. Saturday, August 21st. The following day is NXT TakeOver 36. Oh, there we go. And, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We're just a couple weeks away from the biggest show. I mean, it's supposed to be... SummerSlam has been, like, the... The fans WrestleMania for a while. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of dream matches mm-hmm. are going to be happening. Some that we don't necessarily care for as much, but I mean, TakeOver. Yeah, take. I'm happy. That weekend of wrestling is going it's to gonna be, be a amazing. good one. It's going to be a good one for sure. And we'll have a bonus episode out for SummerSlam that week that it comes out. Make sure you follow us at HeBookSheBook on all the social media places and catch us every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.